three. Uh, name three phobias. That I have or just in general? <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't get that personal. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. We are looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us. Hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. So today in the studio, we have Maria Schaefer. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. I am a director into the technology group. I get to lead the Project Management Competency Center, which is primarily what it means is we're the PMO of IT. We work with all of the technology projects that we pursue here in the company. So we have about 250 project management professionals in my team. And then in addition to that, I get to have the privilege of leading our mentoring committee and the mentoring work that we do with the Women's Network Resource Group. Can you tell us kind of how you started with the mentoring program? What got you interested in helping? Yeah. So four years ago, um, I was already part of the WNRG. I got invited to help with standing up a mentoring program, and I have been involved since. But truly, at the time, my primary role was support. The reason why I got so passionate about getting involved with helping establish the mentoring program in the WNRG is because I feel like a lot of my career journey has been heavily powered by people who've been so generous with their time to mentor me. And these are individuals who were, you know, some are my direct supervisors, but a whole lot of them were not. And a whole lot of them probably didn't even know that they were mentoring me at the time. But guess what? I reached out to them, asked for a moment of their time, and asked them very specific questions that were more Maria-centered rather than them-centered. And their responses and just the follow-up that they provided, the continuous coaching and guidance that they provided were so helpful to me. And I believe that the opportunities that I've been able to take advantage of over the last 14 years here in Humana would not have been possible had those individuals taken the time out of their day to help someone out like me. And in addition to them, I also had a cadre of sponsors who, whether or not I knew it, I knew were advocating for me. And I know that that's why certain opportunities came up that I, I myself would have never thought myself in the first place being in that position. But they came my way because some folks were speaking on my behalf. And they definitely reached out to you because they saw your potential. I mean, what that's what led yes. you kind of to the different industries and different parts. Well, and you just correct. made me think of something else, too. Um, I, you and I had a conversation a few summits, w, or Inclusion or Diversity Summits ago. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about um, what you share with your leader and how you, know, how you keep your leader informed of what you're doing. That's correct. And so can you talk a little bit more about how – I was just thinking about the mentor-mentee relationship and mm-hmm. how there is a responsibility on the mentee's half. You know, yes, it's not just two way. Right. Two that's way correct. Responsibility. Yeah. So as far as my career development is concerned, I'm very clear in holding myself accountable for naming my goals and naming how I get there. And then figuring out how can I leverage either my mentors or other networks of individuals that could potentially be sponsors uh, and uh, enabling them or at least sharing with them what those objectives are that I have of myself. 
and then asking them how they can help me or working with them to figure out how they might be able to help me. So meaning I don't go in into any kind of, let's say, mentoring engagement or even sponsorship engagement, leaving all the conversation one-sided coming from the mentor, but rather I really am the one initiating the discussion and making sure that I'm very clear as to what it is that I want to achieve so that that other person can easily figure out how they can help me if I'm not able to ask them directly how they can help me. I definitely feel that that is a like a mutually benefiting relationship. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always kind of thought of mentoring and sponsoring. So the mentoring circle that we have here at Humana, mm-hmm. um, is there a – how many sessions do we do? We do one – when we say sessions, that's really about um, kind of like the program per year. We do one session per year or one program per year, but we host about – close to 400 mentees in each of those sessions with about 50 or so mentors that lead those mentoring circles. It's been a fun experience for everyone who's been involved. And every year we survey all of our participants, both mentors and mentees, after each session. And every year we get positive and glowing feedback. So every year we strive to grow the program. And I am one of those that has went through the program, and it was awesome. It was amazing. I actually just got a follow-up email um, from my mentor just sending out some information about just following up, and this was over a year ago I went through the program. So it was really awesome just to hear from her touching base and just continuing that relationship. I love hearing that. I love to hear that the connections continue to take place even after the six-month duration has already ended. Absolutely. It's it's continue to help make and build relationships all across the enterprise, Mm -hmm. which is my main reason I really joined the WNRG to begin with. Yeah. How many folks are being mentored currently? I don't know the exact number, but it's just shy of 400. Wow, and that's incredible. Yeah, and that's just with the mentoring circles. In addition to that, we're running, we're currently running a one-on-one mentoring pilot because what we want to be able to do is to offer up the opportunity for folks to have a one-on-one mentoring relationship with a leader in the WNRG as well. So we're piloting that with a small group of people this year, and we'll learn the outcomes of that pilot in July. And then in addition... We're also providing a mini-mentoring speaker series for WNRG members, and that's really targeted to individuals who would like to benefit from the mentoring to- the topics that we typically um, address through mentoring, like career development topics and so on, but don't have the time to commit a six-month duration or engagement with either the Mentoring Circle program or the one-on-one mentoring pilot. So what we do is we invite experts in certain topics related to career development like uh, writing a resume or developing your talent profile or setting up your personal brand. And then they do a one-hour talk about that specific topic that gets to actionable insights that people can take away and see whether or not they can apply it in their own world. So the leaders that are supporting the mentoring circle yes. that, that you're overseeing, mm-hmm. are these leaders um, all female? No. Uh, historically, we've always had 100% female mm. leaders uh, serving as mentors in the mentoring circles. But over the last two sessions, including this year, we've invited uh, more male leaders come and join us as well. It's another way for us to not only expose 
uh, male mentors out there, but also get advocacy and partnership with the male population in Humana to help drive and support the women's needs that we have in the organization. Perfect. Do you happen to have the ex- number of how many people have went through the mentoring circle or mentoring process? It's a pretty impressive number, if I remember. I don't know off the top of my head. I know it's well over a thousand since the start, the time that we started. So okay, so over a thousand Humana associates have went through our mentoring program. That's correct. That is really impressive. That's like correct. that deserves a huge round of applause. Yeah, and I commend the whole WNRG group as well and our sponsors for continuing to support us and providing this program to our folks. I think not only are the WNRG members benefiting from it, but many folks who are not even members of the WNRG are reaching out to us and say, hey, can we participate? Or if we can't participate, can you help us replicate what you do so that we could provide similar opportunities to our associates as well? And we have been actively doing that since I got involved. Yes, your presentation on personal branding is on the career cultivation career cultivation page on, oh, yes. on, on high. So yes. yeah, I have pulled that up and I've uh, passed that around to um, one of my associates I work with. Yeah. So thank yeah, you. That's an example of that. You mentioned that you've opened the door uh, for the 400 associates that are now going through the mentoring program, mm-hmm. that you've opened the door to uh, Mel, to men to be the mentor. That's correct. And which is great. So you said you also have folks that are uh, being mentored that are not part of the number the WNRG membership. Are any of those male or any of those men? Oh, yeah. Let me let me just clarify. So we do get a lot of outreach from outside of WNRG mm-hmm. to get to participate in our program, and we unfortunately have to turn them down because, mm, sure. because we have enough demand within the WNRG membership. So what we do instead is we do share a lot of the resources that we provide to our mentoring circles to all those other mm. business areas that are interested in mentoring, and okay. we also ha- have helped them stand up their own mentoring program mm. so that they can provide similar opportunities to their folks. Well, Maria, you've been completely inspiring, and I remember back a year, maybe a year and a half ago, when you took the time to sit beside me mm-hmm. and share these experiences and um, offer some inspirational advice, some mentoring mm-hmm. to, for, for myself and that I took notes and I've remembered. And mm-hmm. uh, you have really laid a storyline here for, um, we'll call it hope. For yeah. there, I mean, there's, there's steps that can be had and that you didn't say no to certain roles. You chose right. to say yes. They were offered. So you said yes instead of, hmm, you weren't scared. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. So um, first, I want to commend you for for always offering uh tips and uh, being willing to sit beside folks and help us. Mm -hmm. And um, so with that in mind, you know, what would be a statement that you could offer us where you can tell other females that are looking into new roles or other roles, what can they do? I'll offer a statement that actually one of my mentors shares with me, which is when you get invited to get on a rocket ship, don't ask questions. Just go for it. And the the point that she was making at the time is when when someone offers you an opportunity that will really challenge you and frankly something that you may even be you may even feel unqualified for, that's probably the time to really step up and say, Wow, Mm -hmm. 
what an exciting opportunity it is. That kind of opportunity rarely comes. So you don't just ask mm-hmm. questions. You jump in and, and believe in yourself that you're going to figure it out. It's not going to be easy. All of my role moves have not been easy. But at the same time, I've walked away from each one having been stronger and, and having learned more because I was able to take that risk in the beginning. And I feel like learning these different parts and these different aspects of the business are just really going to go further into being able to answer more questions about the business because you know how the business parts work together to Mm -hmm. create like the bigger image and the bigger picture. So we've heard the term ladder versus lattice a lot here at Humana. And I feel that, you know, with your different roles that you've had kind of goes into that. Do you want to maybe expand on the whole idea of ladder and the lattice structure here at Humana? Yeah, absolutely. So ladder and lattice are actually not just Humana terms, but they're HR industry terms that describe the general types of career movements that people can take within an organization. Ladder is the term that describes the traditional vertical movement, promotions. And the idea there is that someone can grow their career by taking on, by changing their jobs vertically and taking on higher levels of responsibility. And I think that's probably more, uh, and when I say traditional, I think that was more relevant years ago when, um, when job movements were a lot more linear. But nowadays, given that we're really operating a fast-paced, intellectual-based economy and collaborative economy, I think the more common way of growing your career is the lattice approach. And that's basically where you combine both vertical and horizontal movements to continue to grow your skills and your, and your overall career. Uh, so what that means is, is we don't just need the vertical movement, but we also require to have those few horizontal moves. And in Humana, we call those expansions or lateral moves in order to prepare those specific skill sets that we need that can better position us to take on a much higher level of responsibility than we have now. And again, it's just building onto that knowledge base. Yes, absolutely. And that's all the time we have for this week's episode. Make sure to check out part two next week. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us, hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.